And welcome back to the fantasy football podcast, the one true fantasy football podcast. Um, um, my name is Manny. I'll be the host of today's podcast. I'm joined with Sahil, who's Hello. back this week, and a very special host, top of the table, Mr. Number One himself, Floor. Hello. Hello. There he is. You can just Glad hear to the be arrogance. Here. You can just hear the arrogance in his voice. God damn. Uh, yeah. So we're back. We finally decided to have Flo on this. No better time. You know, he can explain what he thinks of the entire league, what he thinks of all of us, his third year playing fantasy football, and he's sitting on top, can't be touched. So Flo, we'll get to you. Um, how are you guys doing? You guys ready? Yes. That's yeah, it was it was it was so much fun uh, being on the other side and just being able to listen to the podcast. And um, I'm uh, yeah pumped to to be back on and be able to talk my shit instead of just listening to poor Manny <laughs> get buried. I mean, I mean, it's rivalry week, right? I'm expected. I'm expecting to get buried, but I'm still excited because we just have a rivalry week, even though it was a beat down against me again. You know, let's let's continue with the theme. The theme is shit on Manny. Let's keep going. No, no, so no, 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 it doesn't have to be this time. It doesn't have. To well, be. you know what? Uh, Why well, mess with a good thing? It's working. Uh, <laughs> and facts are facts. And so this week again, I tried to break the slump. I was five losses in a row. I thought I could do it. I thought I could do it. And it turns out I was wrong. So I faced Arjun sitting in uh, well, 11th place right above me. And he won 90 to 76. Stockholm Syndrome takes another L. What a surprise. We're on a six-game losing streak, folks. Flo, oh, no. you're number one. I'm last. We started fantasy football the same time. I'm just going to bring that up right now so you guys can let that sink in. Flo, what, what do I do here? What what happened? What happened to my team, Flo? Um, man, you gotta put the right players in. Like, what is Antonio Gibson doing on your bench? Uh, had broken shins, man. I, I had to make a choice. <laughs> that was pretty bad. There's like 20 points on your bench. Oh, man. And Lentz is your number one QB. Oh, Wilson's <laughs> on the bench too, but he didn't. He didn't do well that game anyway. Okay, so you're fine. Dude, it's looking rough for you, man. <laughs> Six-game losing streak? Yeah, not, not everyone can have a seven-game win streak here, Flo. I know, <laughs> I know you're used to it. I know it's easy to say, but no, no. no I haven't been that lucky. I'm going in the opposite direction. I mean, um, yeah, I played Carson Wentz. He had a good matchup against Jacksonville. I don't yeah. know, Sahil. Let's, Sahil, let's get you in on this. You have... Russell Wilson coming off of a broken finger. You have mm-hmm. Carson Wentz with a good matchup against Jacksonville. Did I make the wrong decision? I thought I made a pretty decent decision. I got I, that extra. Yeah, uh, I, I would make the same decision. You know, trusting someone coming off an injury, you know, it's it's suspect. And the matchup, as you mentioned, was prime for Carson Wentz. It's just Carson Wentz himself is not prime. So, you know, maybe you got to consider your QB room and – um grab someone off the waiver wire and, and try and stream. I'm, I'm not sure. The big thing for me though, is I think early in the season, you were getting carried heavily by your wide receivers. You had Mike William who had started fucking nuclear, right? Like first three games, 18, 18, 29 points. Absolutely insane. He had a 32 point game in there since his 32 point game, four games in a row, he's been single digits less than seven points 
per game. So maybe teams saw like, hey, actually he's the one, not Keenan Allen, and are locking down on him. I, I hope, you know, that changes for you moving forward rest of season. And then Devontae, honestly, Devontae didn't have a bad game for you. He had his seven receptions, 78 yards. That's his floor. Um, a touchdown would have been nice to, to boost it for you. I'm, I'm not as worried there, but yeah, uh, it's it's tough for you, Manny. It's, I, I don't think you have an absolutely garbage team, right? Like it's, it's a team. It's a, it's a functional team. Mm-hmm. They just don't want to perform for you. Even after you got rid of your locker room cancer, it's just, it's, it's tough times. Yeah. That's, that's yeah. That's kind of where I'm sitting on that one. I mean, yeah, I, I thought Mike Williams, but what's scaring me, I don't care about the point totals, right? Like, like you mentioned, he did five, six, okay. two, three. So if the fact that His you don't care about shares. point totals is probably why you get low His points. target shares. His <laughs> target shares. Look at how many targets he's getting a game. That's what's fucking scary. He's getting, he went from 12 in the first game, 10, nine, four, and you can see his points are seem to be directly correlated. And I know that kind of makes sense, but it's not always for everyone, right? Targets don't automatically equate to points, right? Because of red zone time and all of that. But for Mike Williams, it seems like if he's just not getting the targets, he's not getting the points. And right now he's not getting the targets, it seems to me anyway. Would you agree? Or I mean, master professor over there, Taylor made, would you agree? Please help me. What do I do with Mike Williams? <laughs> that's the real reason i wanted flow on this podcast i want you to fix my team man oh <laughs> uh, he had some pretty bad drops right i remember like he was pretty close to like a touchdown in one of the games right i mean yeah like, well, that he, well, if he caught that if he caught that ball he would have been like in for a score i don't know i feel like his target share is not the worst Maybe he'll turn around in the second half of the season. You never know. There you go. See, that's that. Yeah. Uh, maybe I just need that positivity. That's what I actually need. <laughs> and I'm I'm pulling up uh, the the trade value or, or player value table that Marcus posted earlier today, just to get a sense of you know where is Mike Williams uh, rated, and and he is still. Where did he go? I'm at, I lost him. Thought I had him. I lost him. One lost second. Him. Oh wow! I'm really having to scroll down to find him. Yeah, he's he's down at fourteen and a half points of, of trade value, um, whereas Keenan Allen's up there at twenty three and a half. So in that fourteen and a half, we're talking about players like Tyler Lockett, Brandon Cooks, DJ Moore, uh, Clyde Edwards-Helaire, Kyler Murray. So still great, you know, startable players, uh, but that minus seven, he's trending down. However. Uh, maybe this is a, a buy low opportunity for someone, you know, where uh, Manny's sick of this guy, but you might believe that, Hey, Mike Williams can give me better than 14 and a half value. And, and you go trade your, your players to, to make that, to grab that from, uh, from Manny. Mm-hmm. Something, something to consider there. Maybe, but I mean, you know, I know we want all the attention to be on me. I want all the attention to be on me, but we should probably talk about the actual winner of this match, which it's, is that is a good idea. He's done it, guys. He's won. He's turned it around. He's gotten some good points. I mean, it was against me. Let's call it the way it is. But 
he did get some production today and or the last week and he got 90 points out of it what did you guys think about his team saw what'd you think you think he made all the right moves man manny i really didn't want this to be another shit on manny podcast but when you call <laughs> 90 points production well, like bro come on <laughs> well come on gonna say that too <laughs> Like, yes, Arjun won. He moved up in the rankings from 12th to 11th. I'm proud of him. Good work. The man's was in Costa Rica and Mexico and living his best life, getting a dub in fantasy. It was great. But if we're going to be realistic here, he was projected 112. His team underperformed by 22 points. That's not, you know, it's not. Yes, he was very fortunate he was paired against you, Manny. That's, I mean, I I, I wish I could play you every week. So, yes, he, thankfully for him, had Hunter Henry, who had two touchdowns on four receptions. And that kind of, you know, that 17 points really, really did it for him. Fournette's been decent value for him, 13 points. Risky business with a New England running back, eight and a half points, but it was there. The wide receivers, you know, Deontay Johnson, nine points is good. DJ Moore, really unfortunate. Me being a Carolina fan, I've been watching Mm -hmm. DJ Moore and, I mean, the QB situation hopefully is better now, but it's it's tough to see that. And I, and I really hope for Arjun's sake and, and the team's sake that, you know, Carolina uh, steps it up. But it, it, I, I wouldn't call it a great week, but it's, it's also not a team that is in, in shambles, in my opinion. Flo, when, yeah. when you look at Arjun's team, like, is there a sense of hope here? Or is it just, hey, he's at the bottom <laughs> of the league and that's where he's going to stay? I think a couple of good things for Arjun are, well, J- Lamar Jackson's not going to always give you 15 points. Like that was probably, that was very unexpected against Miami. I would say he should have gotten a lot more than that. So probably just like an off week, he'll probably bounce back, I'd say. And um, DJ Moore might have a little bit more upside once Cam Newton comes back um, and starts to play a little bit more. So he might see a little bit more production out of his wide receiver. Mm-hmm uh so yeah those are two good things i can never trust the buffalo wide receivers other than stefan diggs like emmanuel sanders and cole beasley end up having this like i don't know it's like you do well one week i do well one week Mm -hmm. it's it's like i don't really know what's happening there so it's hard to have confidence in that slot for him uh he had joe Mixon by this week too so that guy's gonna come back i'm and he's been having a really good season so yeah i think not bad, honestly, other than his Emmanuel Sanders slot there. So I think there's hope. Maybe Arjun. <laughs> Maybe. And honestly, <laughs> a- everyone in the league should have hope. Yes. I- the table is so tight, right? We Two games, that's it. Two games and, and you're in. And two losses and you're out, right? It's can really go, go any which right. way right now. Um, exciting actually I love this shit and and it's the best for me because I can just sit back and watch while you while all of you are stressing your head like everyone's stressing so, so yeah yeah go for it oh I was just gonna say adding on to that right two wins two losses and both of those can be made better you know you can get those extra wins you might lose if you make the wrong deal because this trade deadline's coming up right mm. so if you look at professor chaos sahil what do you think what do you think he's got what do you do you think he needs to make any more moves so uh, one thing I, I will mention for arjun is he has the second most points against 
So he has had a very hard road and, you know, probability would say that things are going to ease up. So I, I think that there, there is hope as, as Flo was saying. Now, I also really agree with Flo. I mean, Flo was worried about doing analysis. I, he's, he's killing it right now because that <laughs> flex spot is a tough one. It is. Uh, Sanders is a hit or miss. Yes, given Mixon was out, but A-Rob hasn't given you any value this year. Uh, maybe you got to either... Honestly, he should consider trading the Carolina defense to a contender. If there's a contender, a top three, top four team in our league that has a weak defense and wants that edge, they might be willing to sacrifice some of their depth to get the edge they need. Maybe there's some sneaky value there. And and honestly, like, yeah, that, that flex position needs improvement, not only to get into the playoffs, but to even have a chance in playoffs, right? Like making it is one thing, but if you actually want to make a run, this yeah. team is not going to make – they can make it in. I, I have no doubt that this team can make it to the playoffs. I don't see this team making a run, though. Yeah. I totally yeah. agree with you, too. Yeah, I don't know if I would ever take um, Carolina. Looking at the last three games that they have, they're against Buffalo, Tampa Bay, and New Orleans. So that's yeah. not a lo- it's not a good long term plan, but for somebody who needs it for the next couple of games, they're against Washington, Miami. They have a bye in Atlanta, and Atlanta has been sucking, <laughs> yeah. as you saw from tonight's game. Yeah, yeah. twenty eight points, so, New England defense. If I'm um, Arjun, then I mean I'd kill to be Arjun in eleventh place right now. But if I'm Arjun, I'm willing to make that trade, right? I give up Carolina for a decent piece. I'm not talking a high end player, but a flex piece. Yeah, that you exactly. Play just, all just, the time. Yeah to a mid-level team, just like you were saying, Sahil, because I think for him, it's more important to get a player than it is to keep that defense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, someone who, you know, he can rely on to put up closer to 10 points a week um, in in his flex, because, yes, Sanders is uh, maybe maybe not the play. I don't know. We'll see. Um, and, and, yeah, the New, the New England running back uh, roulette is, is always tough. Uh, yeah, that's tough. So well, I mean, when, maybe he packages them both together to, you know, someone and does, does that route. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's tough mean, down there. It's tough down there. But <laughs> yeah, I think we should move uh, up, up the rankings yeah. to, to a different matchup. Oh, forget up the rankings. It's rivalry week. Okay. We need, we need a positive on my side. Like I said, I'm taking over today. <laughs> this is all about me. So let's talk about another team that completely missed the fact that it was rivalry week and is the only team to get less points than me. Cinderella story takes on Henny T sixth place versus eighth place. Both have the same ranking or the same record five and five, but Henny T takes it with a one Oh four versus 60 from Cinderella story and abysmal 60 from suck. No wonder why you didn't want to come on today. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so well, what do you got to say about Suck's team on this one? Uh, yeah. What did you think? Would you have made the same moves he did? Oh man. Aaron Jones went out in the middle of this game, right? Of this week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he, yeah, there's no way he would have put Dylan in Michael Carter. Instead of did Cordell Patterson also go out in the middle of this game? Cool. No, he had like four carries and then just somehow 
oh, they were like super behind and they just gave up, right? And then they subbed in the Gallman guy. But Patterson was doing really well before this too. I don't know if there's anything I would have done differently for Sook. He's just got a really unlucky week. Metcalf did so poorly mm. um, because of Wilson coming back and like, I don't know what he was doing. He's He needs to step it up. Tom Brady also started off with two interceptions. I feel that pain. Fucking my, my QB did the same thing within like the first five minutes. That was bullshit. Um, and then, yeah. Did he have anybody on by? Not really. Tony. Tony, but I mean, a Giants wide receiver. What do you expect, right? Yeah. I'm going to call this a one-off for his team. I don't think this will happen again. DK Metcalf putting up four. Tom Brady putting up only 13. Um. And there's nothing I would have done differently, I don't think. Yeah. All right. So, Sahil, I'll shoot it mm-hmm. off to you. What do you think about Sutton long-term for Sook in that flex position right now? Obviously, that'll change. But do you like that play? Do you like that he's keeping him around? Um. Yeah. I <laughs> not sold at all <laughs> yeah. I, I i think that um the the aj dylan um uh, aaron jones aj dylan situation is going to overtake sutton right like aj dylan clearly has talent green bay is able to support their running back so i think sutton is going to become irrelevant uh, and Sutton has been irrelevant, you know, less than 10 points uh, for the last four games. He had, you know, he's had three good games this season. That's it. Yes, they were 20-point games, but is that really, you know, what you want to be relying on, that kind of, you know, lack of consistency? I, I don't know. I, I think it, Sutton's not a bad play at all in terms of the flex spot, but Sook now has better options uh, 60 points is, is tough. Uh, once again, Yahoo has rated uh, someone in our league an F. <laughs> it, it's it's incredible to, incredible Woo! that that happens. Like a red F right there, 60 <laughs> points. I don't know what the cutoff is or if it's based on projection or, or whatever the case is. <laughs> this is another matchup where, you know, like the winner wasn't great. Yes, 105 points, triple figures, well done. And, and you know, being projected 122 is nice. That shows you have a good team. Mm-hmm. Um, and he actually, you know, you got 20 points from Allen, each of his wide receivers, was wide receivers combined for 50 points. That's insane. Mm-hmm. But Ooh. when we go down the roster, when we look at the tight end, putting up a point, T- the fuck T Y Hilton only put up one point. <laughs> that's rough. That's rough. Cause T Y Hilton, he can go off for 20. Right. So that's, I like that Tucker missed a, a kick. He doesn't usually miss. So I, you know what? I, I take back the the I started off about to shit on NET because of you know <laughs> the falling below projection, but he's he's got a team. He also lost Aaron Jones in the middle of the game. That's uh, the, the thing. Right? Oh, where is it? Oh, yes, there it is. So yes, yes, here's yes. the thing: Sook lost his star running back and now gains. Um, a starting running back in yeah, return. So let's yeah. not t- forget the fact that everyone, okay, Derrick Henry versus um, Dylan, obviously different, but I think Sook's team's definitely going to get better just simply based on that. Yeah, Second, mm-hmm. you look, and then I just wanted to state that. Then if you look over at NET, we shit on Hill, we shit on Diggs, 
those guys, when they produce, they got him 105 points when yeah. they produce. So, yeah. I mean, Hill I mean, produces every game, doesn't he? Oh, no, he had, he had a bad game. He, he, bad game here or there, but. But that's because KC had a bad stretch too, right? So, yeah. um, but I mean, we've been saying it for a while. You, one of those guys we, I think, should go for a better running back. And I know, I feel like at this point he's going to have to, because who does he have to replace? Well, Aaron Jones wasn't, isn't doing as bad as originally thought. He might only be out for a week or two, two weeks. Yeah. So I think um, given our league is so tight, like, you know, you lose two weeks and you're out, but, uh, oh, and he's got Edmonds on IR too. I don't know. For me at this point, it'd be hard for me to get up, give up one of those wide receivers. Like, they, they can carry the team. They can do – they can put up the points that your running back would put up anyway. I think he's just got to ride this out and, and, and maybe Im- improve on the flex position through the waiver, but – It's going to be tough. Uh, he, he's sitting in eighth right now, so he loses – essentially, he has no RBs. Uh, yeah, single single Terry. Oh, I used to have single Terry. Uh, glad glad he's, <laughs> he's found found a home. That he had his one of his better games uh, of the season there. Yeah, but look at his matchups coming up: Indianapolis next, New Orleans next as well. Yeah, that's gonna be rough for um, his running back situation. And if he loses any more, a few more games, then that opens up like the people right below if they can like catch up to him. Mm-hmm. What do you guys think about his tight end position? Okay. So Dalton Schultz put up less than, what did he get? He got only two targets, less than 15 yards. He got 14 yards against Atlanta. They won 43 to three. Mm -hmm. He wasn't really used much. Obviously, clearly they ran the ball, but do you think this is something that he should be a little bit weary about looking at the tight end, seeing some, looking at some streaming options? What do you think, Flo? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's because, like, what, does Dak just not like throwing the tight ends or something since he came back? Um, plus, they also got Gallup back. Yeah, maybe he's just like he had a couple of really good weeks in the beginning, and then it's just been kind of downhill from there. Targets wise, six, eight ranges, and then down to seven, five, two. Hmm. Yeah, it's not looking so good for this guy. I think yeah, that's definitely one area that he should probably look to try and get like a a tight end who might be more a little bit more reliable. I, I agree. I think with Gallup back, I don't think he's going to get as many targets anymore. What about you, Sahil? Is it consensus? Mm-hmm. Agreed. Yeah. Another thing that I was just thinking about is, um, I guess, like, moving forward, since Michael Carter has proved himself a couple times now, sorry, going back to Sook's team, <laughs> um, and Sutton really hasn't performed that great other than, like, I guess the three games earlier on the season, but recently he's not been doing so hot. It's like a toss-up between those two for his last slot, right? What would you guys pick between those two? See, for me, I mean, Michael Carter has been putting up points and he is back, but can you trust a New York Jets? I mean, it, <laughs> it, it was also against Buffalo, though. 
Ooh, I don't know. I feel like maybe, yeah, maybe you go Carter because um, with Sutton, you got Patrick there, right? Now you got Judy back, right? Yeah. And maybe Sutton has to, one, share the wealth, and two, maybe he's right. just not even going to get the touches because they clearly like Patrick while Judy was injured. And now with Judy back, they're probably going to go more to him too. Yeah. Yeah, I'd probably put in Carter moving mm-hmm. forward. And I don't know if he's thinking the same thing, but he's got a couple of nicer matchups maybe going forward. Yeah, um, and, and yeah. his uh, he's trending towards more attempts per game as well. Yeah, exactly. Which is surprising in the Buffalo game when they were down. Usually when you're down, the game script, it goes against the running back, right? You're right. throwing the ball more. Um, not impressed with the yardage that he's getting, but mm-hmm. it looks like he gets goal line work. He has four touchdowns on the season. And like mm-hmm. I said, he's, he's getting more rushing attempts or trusting him more. Yeah. Um, maybe, yeah, maybe that. And, and also because of their uh, quarterback situation, they probably don't want to throw it as much, right? Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's fair. Joe Flacco is going to be starting next week. So maybe that changes. I'm, I'm not sure. It, it is it is a it is a consideration yeah. michael carter is not is a, a good flex play i think yeah i think so too all right okay. so i think we should consider a break here and uh come back to the rest of the matchups or rivalry week after after that lengthy break welcome back so we've dealt with a couple of bad matchups now let's deal with well one of the higher scoring ones in our league we had fifth place running back depot taking on chief queef in ninth place uh chief queef takes the win the underdog takes the win um the score was 117 to 114 saho run us through your team what happened here (laughs) barely got the win against you here yeah, no, I'm, I'm glad you used the language that you did. The underdog did win. Um, I, <laughs> I am expected to win. My team is back. It's, uh, I, I was glad to last week hear some respect being put on my running back depot. Um, I have Christian McCaffrey back, the 101, the guaranteed 20 points a game as long as he, yo, Manny, when we were in your matchup, we never talked about Julio's hamstrings. How the fuck did we miss talking about that? But We'll leave that they're for not there because they're not yeah, there. We'll leave that for another time. But anyways, as long as Christian McCaffrey, McCaffrey's health holds up, I am looking amazing, especially with Patrick Mahomes back in MVP Super Bowl shape, putting up 406 yards, five touchdowns, five of them, and no picks. Just masterful performance, 35 attempts or, or 35 completions on 50 attempts. Just the man is back. Love to see it. And <laughs> we also got to keep in mind, my team put up 114 points. Yes, we got the L, but the trajectory is what's important here. We did this without Jamar Chase. We did this without one of the best wide receivers in the league right now. So I am not worried. I'm happy Cam got a win. Keeps him engaged in the league. You know, we don't want him to first year in the league, just take all these L's. You know, we want to, we want to, you know, keep him in. Keep them entertained, keep them engaged. So I'm okay to to do that for the league, especially when I have James Conner getting a touchdown every fucking game. I'm, we're chilling, man. We are a chilling. We still lost though. Yeah, yeah, that, still yeah lost. that's fine. 
That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> and that brings you to a five and five record as well. So I mean, the 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 standings, as you talked about, are close. So those mm-hmm. losses are going to matter. But but my one hundred and fourteen are... point loss gives me an advantage in points four compared to the sixty point losses, the ninety point losses, right? That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. So you do have one up and I do agree your team is trending in the right direction, but I mean, let's, um, let's not forget the fact that you got, you got the running back settled, but what about your wide receivers here? Are you comfortable going into the trade deadline, going past the trade deadline with the wide receivers you have not to give away other than Jamar chase. You got a second Mm -hmm. spot there. Don't forget that without giving anything away. are, Are you looking around? Are you, you know yeah i i'm actually really appreciative of marcus posting what he posted because it it has sparked some ideas i have the day off tomorrow so i i might spend a little bit of time scouting some rosters and maybe tossing some stuff out there um i i think i have a contending team right like i have a team that can can win this whole thing and i want to maybe go for that carolina deep ah no wait i've i've new england defense i'm chilling but you know I, there are there are some places one place in particular, actually. Um, you didn't want me to give it away, but can I just say what I'm looking for? You can if you want. It's yeah. Your strategy. <laughs> yeah. Like I, I would like to improve my wide receiver too. Uh, Adam Thielen is doing well. He's valued well, but I don't like his floor. I don't like his floor because Justin Jefferson sometimes just takes over and and doesn't leave much for Adam Thielen, even though Thielen has the talent. And I love Thielen's story being undrafted and all that. But if I can get someone who's a little bit more consistent, maybe their upside isn't as great, but their floor is better than what Thielen gives me. I It's something I'd be open to. Mm. All right. Noted. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Keep that in mind to the league, right? Yeah. Now, again, more time on the losing side. Let's move on to Cam and take a look at the reasons that he won. Chief Queef with 25 points from C.D. Lamb. <laughs> Man, Flo, you were asking where the hell, what happened to Schultz's targets? Maybe they all went to C.D. Lamb putting up 25 points. What do you think of Cam's team? How do you think he did this week? I mean, I'm happy for Cam, honestly, that his team turned it around this week. He's been kind of like in the dumps a little bit <laughs> the last few uh, matchups he's had. But uh, this week, he's getting production out of Kittle finally, which is a really good thing to see for him. Myers found the end zone for like the first time in when, I don't know how long it's been, for this whole season, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's his yeah. first touchdown. The first touchdown of the season. Um, yeah, I don't know. His team just kind of pulled it together. And obviously, C.D. Lamb pulling in two touchdowns um, is just, yeah, that definitely did it for him. It's just really consistent production all across the board. There wasn't a single, oh, his defense didn't do so hot. But otherwise, really consistent across the board. And yeah, definitely the underdog, but a win well-deserved, I'd say. Um, unfortunately, I don't know if, some of his guys will keep putting up the same numbers. I guess it was a little bit of an underperformance from Godwin. I don't know what happened there. Um, but you could it's expect Brady, Brady throwing the picks. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, sometimes the goat cannot be the goat. Not all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I feel like Godwin will probably perform a little bit better. You can't expect the 25s from CD every week, though. 
and Jacoby Myers has been pretty inconsistent. And I think he just played today too. And I don't think he did that well. Yeah, he only put up, he was targeted six times, not bad, but only 39 yards. I'm happy for you, Cam, but I don't know if it's, <laughs> it's going to continue forward. I'm sorry. So happy with one win, but you don't <laughs> yeah. think it's sustainable. Um, I remember wh- my first year joining this league. It was fucking rough, man. So, like, like <laughs> this is good. 117 are good scores. <laughs> Bro, it's, it stayed rough for me. So I don't know what you're complaining about out here. So, I mean, and he's, yeah. Whatever. We don't need to get back into that. One thing I do want to throw out, mm-hmm. Zaha, what do you think about Marvin Jones Jr.? Do you think something's going to change here with the Jacksonville Jaguars wide receiver? Here? I don't Is know. Is there some light chief queef here? So I, so the two questions there, you know, my opinion on the player and then my opinion on the team. My opinion on the player, Jacksonville's a, a tough program to trust right now. It, Fair enough. You have a rookie quarterback, you have a new coach and all of that. And maybe as the season goes on, you guys gel and learn, but he actually seems to be trending in the wrong direction. So I don't, I don't feel great about that. And and frankly, I'm not, I'm not too knowledgeable about him on the team though. I, I, I agree with what Flo said there on the consistency here. Like this is a team built for success when you can get double digits from almost everybody then, okay, if that's your baseline, then a blow-up performance or two puts you over the edge, and, and he has guys with blow-up potential. Like, yes, Godwin only put up nine points, but projected 14, but he has 20-point um, potential, right? His two games before, 24, 21. So, yeah, <laughs> excuse absolutely. me. Now that Kittle's back, I think I think Cam's, he, he can make a run here. Um, Swift is, is a great player you know elijah mitchell you guys know eli mitchell i you know how i feel about him but 27 rushing attempts is nothing to sneeze at so Mm -hmm. there is hope there is hope for chief queef in terms of what he should do to improve his team that i would say is probably fixing up the flex or 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 trying to i don't i don't know if he wants to change his running backs like they are serviceable maybe just trying to uh get rid of some of his depth maybe he gets rid of some of his players that have had a a hot week like maybe hey myers oh no i guess he had a bad game today but you know say myers was coming off the touchdown you trade him high and, and you get someone more consistent in in the flex yeah i don't know I don't know. Not uh, how much money does he have left? Oh yeah, waiver is another good place to to do that. Yeah. Um, he has eleven dollars. Ah, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Never yeah. Mind. Chief <laughs> hasn't been shy about spending the money. Um, I think for him, I mean, at this point, Flo, would you? Okay, we got limited bench spots as is. We got four bench spots, which is a little lower. One IR spot. Flo, yeah. would you be carrying around two QBs like he has been? I know <laughs> yeah. it's Joe Burrow and Tannehill, but you got to figure something out at this point, don't you? Or yeah. do you roll with two? Yeah, I don't think – I mean, he's got – he would have to have a second – if he's going forward with – oh, it's hard to decide, actually. Hmm. Personally, I like um, – I do think Joe Burrow has better – upside 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's got really good wide receivers to throw to. And Tennessee doesn't. He's got, like, A.J. Brown. Mm-hmm. Um, but they lost, like, a huge offensive threat now. So, like, if they're going to – like, their run game is a little bit weaker. So, his passing opportunities are probably – be more limited if teams are going to shift their defense around that so that's i was just going to say it's a little bit tricky because they're not running it as much therefore Tannehill might actually be throwing more but the quality of the targets is probably going down the quantity right. is going up and and, and that's yeah. a tr- that's a tough decision to make but do you package one of them do you just take the bullet package one of them with one of Maybe Godwin, maybe a guy you just got in a trade with Godwin to a team that maybe needs a little bit better of a QB. Do you yeah, try w- something w- like that? Wasn't there maybe? a team? Who, who has Wentz? <laughs> Was that I you? Mean, but, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you but he's not my starter, right? Like that was a play for the week, right? I mean, so is let's Russell not, let's Wilson not fix your starter? Listen, that? listen, <laughs> let's not fixate on what, Yeah. <laughs> Hey, he's missed his first game. Let the guy come back from his first injury in the NFL, man. Come on, cut the guys to the slack. I thought you didn't want to talk about me anymore. When we're back I, that, that was not intentional. I was well, legitimate. Who has <laughs> You know what? So you know what? Keep Kuip, we'll figure it out. Let's just move on. Let's move on to the next matchup. Pretty big one in Clock Strikes Midnight, fourth place playing against my Hawk Hurts. In 10th place, Ricky takes the win 95 to 77. Now, since Sahil, I'm just giving you a break because I know all you want to do is talk about my team. It's fine. I get it. I like to talk about my team too. Flo, what do you think about Ricky? You think he got some competition coming from the bottom of the table up, the former champ? You think he's got what it takes to beat you? <laughs> beat me? No, no way. No. Okay. So what do you – where <laughs> – let, let's hear what did you think of it as team this week okay he got the um, win yeah he did get the win but like still 95 points dude like, <laughs> <laughs> uh okay i think hmm i think dak is doing really good for him uh now that he's back and like kind of yeah how many games did dak miss just like a couple I keep saying he came back. Maybe he was this here this whole time. He only (laughs) missed one. He only missed one. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, So I guess that injury was fine for him. Mm, I guess this is a poorer showing than I would have expected out of the people that Ricky has. Uh, He's got really good wide receivers in Pittman. Marquise Brown lately hasn't been doing so hot. Mm, but I think the potential is still there. He's definitely still like the preferred wide receiver on that team. His running back situation. Did he have anybody on by this week? Oh, he has Stevenson. No, there's Stevenson did so badly today, even though that 25 looks amazing. Yeah. That was just like a one-time blow up thing. I think, I don't think that's going to happen that much again. Um, yeah. His running back situation isn't the best I'd say. Uh, he's got just Henderson, and the rest of them are kind of meh. It's because Chubb has COVID right now. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, I didn't see that. Yeah, yeah I think that'll be interesting. Okay, I didn't see that. My bad. <laughs> yeah, that, that's why he's having to throw in um, Alex Collins, which, you know, not, not an ideal yeah, not situation. Um, 
Once he gets Chubb back, yeah, I think he's definitely got a solid team. He's and speaking of his wide, wide receivers, he definitely has Pittman and, and Brown up there. But if you look at his flex, uh, he's got Justin Jefferson sitting in there. So that's, you know, his real wide receiver uh, yes. one. And let's not forget, he lost Woods <laughs> or Robert Woods to, oh, yeah, he lost to the ACL injury, right? So, um, I and he's got Gronk there. I don't know. Is Gronk going to play or is he... Do he's coming back. This, yeah, this next week he's coming back. I think Ricky's team, like we just, I mean, he got the win, but the bigger win <laughs> he just got was from us assessing his team and realizing, holy fuck, he actually could be pretty damn good coming up with Chubb coming okay. back. Yeah, I yeah, so. but losing Woods sucks, right? And definitely his uh, Pittman. Yes, he's he's great, has that blow up potential, but. Malcolm Brown is, I would say, not trending in the right direction. Um, huge target share, but for whatever reason, hit or miss on, uh, I guess, you know what? It is more good games and bad games, but the floor yeah. is low. The floor can be like, you know, five or six points. And that's tough when you're trying to be back-to-back champion to have a player that can, you know, give you six points on a given week. Mm-hmm. I think the floor for his wide rec- his other wide receiver, I think Jefferson, solid. Mm-hmm. The other two might, yeah, he's just going to have to have uh, good production out of both of them. Otherwise, um, he could definitely lose whatever matchup he's got going on. If both of those players put up like sixes and fours, I think Mike Pittman put up a four at some point. Probably not going to happen again, but like there is that floor potential. And if that mm-hmm. happens, he'll probably. So um, yeah, it could be the difference uh, maker. Whereas exactly. with Je- Jefferson, yes, he has a, a three-point game. He had a bad one bad game, but every other game is double digits, mm-hmm. right? Like that's yeah. amazing when you can get that and and yeah. just gives your team something to build around. Yeah, yeah. And over on the other side, we got Marcus here taking the L. He's had a bit of a slip going from number one in our league over the last two years to having a pretty down season this year. Saho, what, what's going on with Marcus's team? He's four and six now. He's down in 10th place. He lost again to Ricky with the chance to make ground. You know, what can you say? What's going on here? Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's tough to see, uh, especially because I know he loves the game so much. Uh, puts in, he puts in his time. He, he, he's doing whatever he can, right? Like, <laughs> he, he drafted well. He, it's injuries have, have screwed him. Jalen Hurts is the second best fantasy player period. Right. So that's a great starting point. Um, and he was projected 112 points this week. It, it's underperformances at the, from a, a lot of his players, like Waddle Coop Cooper. Uh, that's, that's a tough one, especially when the Cowboys put up 43 points and, and Cooper only got 51 of those yards. That's don't know what's happening there. Don't like seeing that. McKissick doing nothing. Hawk. Oh my God. Hawkinson, zero points. He is the, he's the best, you know, offensive threat on that team. And he's getting zero points. Uh, I don't understand what's happening there. It's that's, that's bad. You can't, you can't have that happen. That's my, that if I was Marcus and, and actually I, I have Hawkinson and dynasty. So in that sense, I, 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 I share the worry, but I don't know how much I can trust Hawkinson rest of season. Yeah. And the worst part about that is he traded Hawkinson. Don't forget, he traded for Hawkinson and Amari Cooper, and he gave up 
Kittle. He gave up Corey Davis as well, but he gave up Kittle, who would be pretty damn helpful in that spot mm-hmm. right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, how helpful would a Corey Davidson been? He, he Davis been sorry. He probably could have picked up someone off waiver. Who, who knows? Yeah. But the trade's not looking so hot in his favor at anymore. Um, at the time, we thought it was a decent trade, but again, it could just be one bad week. Could be, yeah. His production it wasn't the worst before, but the Lions are really doing badly. <laughs> That's a thing. Like, I mean, yeah. it's uh. Sahil's favorite quarterback playing on that team, right? It's shocking. Mm-hmm. Isn't it shocking, Sahil, that Hawkinson can't get a catch on that team? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's a very fair point. Yes. Yes. Oh, I'm Marcus sure you're very surprised. So, his name is so appropriate for this week. <laughs> I <Yeah>. love it. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, no, that one was an ugly one. Um, yeah. So, man, I, I think one good thing for Marcus is that um, – uh, like, looks like, I don't know, Cook so far has been pretty disappointing compared to, I had him last year. I remember his numbers were a lot better, but maybe they're like figuring out stuff, like seems like overall trending in the right direction. Mm-hmm. So maybe so. like for the rest of the season, like he'll put up similar numbers to last year and then, you know, that might be his saving grace here. Well, last year he was an absolute monster. Yeah, he exactly. Was- like, if you look at his numbers last year, he had um, 312 attempts in 14 regular season games and put up 1,500 yards, Yeah. right? Crazy. And this year, he's had 139 attempts, so roughly about half, but half the game's played, mm. but he's only put up about 648 yards, right? Yeah. So, I mean, maybe it changes, but mm. I don't know. It, it looks like it's projecting the same. It's just... Maybe he's just not getting the rest of the fantasy points from touchdowns and all that that he once was that he did last year. Yeah. Um, the one thing, yeah, I'll say is that you know, in terms of giving him some hope, Clyde Edwards Hilaire is oh, yeah. designated to return from IR. So, you know, in the next couple of weeks, he could get him back. Mm-hmm. Seeing Casey being more, you know, actually throwing to the running backs now, maybe that becomes a game changer where Clyde can give him a consistent 15 points a week or somewhere there and combined with cook and, and Jalen hurts. That's a good three piece, you know, guaranteed, not guaranteed, but can give you 60 points or some of those guys. And then hopefully the rest of your roster uh, pulls their weight. Mm-hmm. For sure. All right. Now on to our next matchup, we had suck my ass two, one, two, one in seventh place versus no punt intended Mikey the rising star seems to be a favorite on the podcast now <laughs> but uh, Mikey takes the win and uh, moves up to and moves up or stays in second can't remember now with 104 to 78 victory now Flo Mikey he's in second place he's right on your tail with a seven and three record <laughs> what do you think about Mikey's team I'm just going to make you, I'm just giving you enemies here, right? Take your shots, Flo. Take your shots. Um, yeah, Mikey's team after he got, after he got um, Kamara is really scary. Uh, who's he got for QB? I guess his QB, oh, he's got Murray. Okay, never mind. I was like Derek Carr, like, that's not really consistent, but <laughs> he's got Murray. So as long as Murray's healthy, yeah, his team was looking Pretty strong. 
Uh, he's definitely one of the top contenders. He's on my tail. I'm still ahead of you, but yeah, I, I'm not gonna lie. I am pretty worried about this team. Like, it looks scary. He's got Zeke. He's got Allen, Murray, Daryl Williams. Okay, so this is what I was thinking before too. When Clyde comes back, I hope Daryl will become nothing, and then <laughs> I will be able to beat Mikey. But if Daryl keeps doing this, that is not a good thing. Like that shouldn't be allowed. You're scared of 104 points, eh? Okay. Here's the scary thing. Look at AJ is... Brown's production. This that this is not going to happen again. AJ Brown won't get just 2.8 points every time. Oh, or he could get 5.3. He could get 5.8. He could get 0.3. He could get He's zero. Had some bad games. I don't know. I just don't. I feel like AJ Brown is just going to be able to, like, they're going to figure out their offense at some point, and it's just going to start working. Right now, they're just yeah, in, like, this phase where they're trying to figure, you know, adapt yeah, to the new, yeah. Yeah. It will be interesting to see that play out. Mikey, though. I'll see you in the I'll see you in the finals. Oh! <laughs> I don't know how you're saying that with me sitting here. I'm uh, <laughs> right? I'll knock you out in the semifinals and make it to the finals myself. <laughs> All right, good. well, I mean, with that like with Mikey's team I think the biggest thing is the anticipation of what Mikey's team could be right like that's what everyone I think that's what we're all kind of focused on right he has Zeke he has Kamara and Kamara gets injured okay fine he's expected to come back very soon on top of that he has Kyler Murray injured okay he's expected to come back the thing is it's tough with Mikey's team to not rate him very very high but it is all okay, well, if this guy comes back and they hit, if A.J. Brown and the Tennessee offense can figure out how to throw the ball instead of run it through Derrick Henry every time, if, 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 right? So, I mean, maybe I'm playing devil's advocate just for the fun of it, but you never know, right? Kamara might have some bad games. He might not be the same after injury. Who knows if Kyler's going to be running like he was, being able to throw the ball like he was after, right? He is also coming off of an ankle injury. It's going to affect his mobility. Sahil, you think I'm on to anything there, or do you think I'm just grasping for straws? No, I'm I'm vibing. I support. I'm happy that you are doing research and everything and you know it was an ankle injury and versus hamstring injury versus whatever else so you're doing good there's things one manny and i know that there's only one person <laughs> that gets hamstring injuries all right <laughs> <laughs> so um and then on the other side we have joey poor joey poor mm-hmm. poor joey I mean, I mean I does Joey bad. know how to play fantasy football? Like, is this... Uh, oh, he does. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> like, is he not just chronically bad? Like, what? <laughs> Wait, you know oh what? my God, He's been ravaged by injuries this year. <laughs> like His all-time... Oh, yes, okay, I'm click, sorry. Click, click compare, compare manager. I'm not here to shit on him for just this game. I'm here to shit on his fantasy <laughs> career. He is, <laughs> okay. he is 34 and 50. He wins forty percent. He loses more than he wins. Like, uh, uh, you know, he's so, he, he's managed six teams. He, uh, well, I, anyways, I mean, yes, you can have an injury, bad injury year here, bad injury there, but fuck, it's just all the time. Damn. I mean, one thing that really hurts with Joey, like, let's call it. I mean, yeah, Flo, you make a great point. So you think you're relating to the injuries and you're talking about his injuries and how much that sucks. He traded for Carson when he was injured. He knew the risk of that one. 
right? So Carson hasn't come back and he got, who did he get out of that locket? Lockett's going to be hit or miss at on a good day, I guess, right? Especially with Metcalf. Definitely on a, he'll need a good day if uh, Russ is going to keep playing like he is. I really hope he doesn't, but there's a chance of that, right? So, I mean, Joey made a trade to shake things up. It didn't work. I had faith but in Joey's I'm talking team. About like, I'm talking about like Barkley, Sanders, and Hopkins. Like that wasn't even part of his trade, and they're all like out this week. That's true, or, but I mean... They've been out for like dealing with injuries for a while. It just seems like he's been hit pretty hard for from like an injury honestly his his bench and injuries there is an amazing starting lineup yeah (laughs) like if if i had just that to play with like it's like okay we're we're in a good spot for sure yeah yeah hopkins galladay um a great that would be a great starting wide receiver duo and then Mm -hmm. yeah barkley sanders carson to have yeah depth and and flex out yeah, you're right. Well, you're, so, you you make great points there on that. That is a stacked injured, stacked but injured injured bench. So he's getting him back, right? Barkley is expected. I mean, it makes sense coming off the bye. He's expected to play against uh, Tampa. Mm-hmm. Okay, obviously it's the Bucks defense. Hopefully they do well because I have them. Please, Lord, <laughs> um, 40, forty-five points, please. Um, and then he's gonna also hopefully get back Chris Carson. Who the hell knows? I said it when he made the trade that if he can survive through the injuries, it'll be good. Mm-hmm. But I don't even know if he's going to be able to, because <laughs> we've mentioned it on the podcast nonstop. This guy, like it's tight. It's a tight matchup. He's five and five sitting in seventh. Do you guys think he holds on? Do you guys think he can hold on? Or do you think it's just, you know, Carson's not going to come back in time. Barkley's coming off coming back from an injury do you guys just think it might be too little too late and that's a bit too much to expect from joey a lot of time left but considering how the i think it'll be lineup, i think it'll be matchup dependent if he plays against yeah. players that have you know their star guy on by and injury or or whatever there is a path for joey he is five and five i'm five and five like it's it's, it's a points four differential right now like he's very much in it um and at the very least he's he's ahead of Manny right but hey we all are so (laughs) yeah exactly uh congrats to Joey on on being a grandpa soon um it it is it's a struggle right now for Joey I think as you guys have mentioned it's like you know grind it through and and see if light comes at the end of the tunnel the recipe is there the path is there but it is not a guarantee at all it is not you know it's not like it's just there for the taking it's going to be a process mm-hmm. yeah. yeah and it feels extra bad that he still lost off of a Debo performance like that like yeah. that's a steal i'm gonna give joey mad props for stealing Debo in, <laughs> in a late round what round was it? eighth eighth round <laughs> that's wow. nuts and, that's and a he's a bona fide wide up. receiver one yeah he definitely is so Man, if you're that might Joey, be the steal of the draft. <laughs> yeah. If you're Joey, you're looking at wide receivers, right? Like, are you getting rid of Knox or Pitts and picking up a wide receiver? And are you charging more? Because Ooh. Knox and Pitts are good tight ends. Double right? tight ends. Yeah. Oh, they combine so he for four has points. something there. I mean, would you if you're in Joey's spot and you mm-hmm. have a top-tier team that needs a tight end, 
right? One of the top teams. Let's flow. Let's take you for example. You're on the. If you were looking for a tight end, would you pay a little bit more to shore up your tight end and give away a decent, not a great wide receiver, but a decent enough one? And would that that'll make all the difference to Joey? I think. I think um, for my team, I wouldn't need it, but uh, I guess like if you're really desperate for a tight end, the thing is like. I don't know. I'm looking at Knox right now. He had a couple of really good games, but has he been injured the last couple? Because he put up 0-0 and 2.2. Just not many Must targets. Mm-hmm. Must have been injured, right? But zero targets for two games in a row? There's no way. Anyway, yeah, they don't no, look Those are probably games. injuries, yeah. Okay. Kyle Pitts, for sure. I think that's something that if you're in a need for like a tight end, he's like one of the top ones. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, potentially, yeah, look to like trade one away and get two back for that. Yeah, I would be interested to see if, um, if you know, Joey's feeling really sketchy about like, hey, I really need to just like snag a win or two in the, in the next week to stay alive. Maybe he's willing to give up one of his injured pieces for cheap, right? It's like it, the other team they have to eat a couple of weeks of injury, but if they have an open IR spot, maybe they're fine to carry that. And then mm-hmm. Joey gets a playable piece in return that mm-hmm. sneaks him a win or two. Uh, yeah. It's uh, I think he's at a real crossroads right now. Like, is this a roster he's going to ride out because it could, this is a roster that can take them deep into the playoffs if they're healthy. Yeah. Big if, big if. And, and I don't see Herbie. Herbie's been kind of quiet. Uh, oh no, he, he he's <laughs> he, he's had good and bad games. Yeah, yeah. okay, he, it's a bit of a hit or miss thing, but he can hit. He can hit yeah. heavy. Um, so, and and I know Joey will happily, and I'm happy for him that he has Herbie. Like he'll happily ride or die on Herbie's performances. Um, mm-hmm. I, I don't see any change needed there, or or expect any changes there, but if with some of his high value pieces that are injured on the bench, if he's willing to move them and someone's mm-hmm. willing to eat injuries and buys there, there's a, there could be something there. Yeah. Well, some people that like, can. It looks like um, Sanders is going to come back. Is that right? Sanders. Yeah. He's expected to return. He's IRR. Yeah. So he's um, expected to come so back soon. One. He's nice. on the return list. That's good. Um. Yeah, and then yeah. like the only other guy that's injured is Carson for him. Yeah, I mean, so, yeah. I mean, I'm counting Hopkins and Barkley as injured. Like they're either oh. questionable right now, but they, they have they have missed games. Yeah, yeah, that's true. No, they probably will oh, come no. back. I are you I, sure I, Hopkins has a hamstring injury? He might not. So <laughs> <laughs> the damn hamstring injuries. <laughs> these softish injuries. <laughs> um, he wasn't at practice today either. So oh, okay. third consecutive game for Hopkins if he likely isn't to play. And usually, apparently, if they don't play Thursday practice, they usually mm-hmm. don't. Um, I think. I mean, even if you look right next to him, the guy he played, Mikey may have beat him, but he might be able to beat Mikey in a trade here, right? So maybe yeah. try to make Mikey's Miami. Uh, his tight end situation a little bit better right give him pits and for something because mikey has players right yeah. i mean he's also got gusecki to... though gusecki is yeah. really i wouldn't say gusecki is better than pits or sorry 
the other way around. Pitts is for sure better than Gasecki. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. fair enough. Try to sneak Bateman from him. Uh, who knows? But yeah. yeah, I mean, Mikey's already got two tight ends, though. He's got Goddard as well. Mm. And now the big rivalry matchup, probably the only one that actually was a full out rivalry matchup. <laughs> Let's move on to it. I saved the best for last. You got first place, the disrespected flow. Let's call it like it is flow. This podcast has been disrespecting you. I'm not pretending I wasn't one of the ones doing it. All right. But now's your chance to defend yourself. You take on NWO Amrit Paul, the shit talking Amrit Paul. <laughs> He's been coming in with fire. His personality is completely different in this league now. He's not the white flag anymore. He's sick and tired of me talking <laughs> my shit. Third place in the league, NWO beats first place in the league. Stop your winning record, beats you 123 to 111. <laughs> Flo, what happened to your team? What happened? Where did it all go wrong for you in this game? <laughs> I think it's pretty clear where all went yep. wrong. Right at the top. <laughs> right at the top. It is really clear. Um, okay. I think AC, his team was like they played well overall, like pretty consistent. The fact that his defense got, I think, did they get two touchdowns or just one? One touchdown. One three, block, three interceptions. Three interceptions. So they put out 23 points. Um, like, that's not going to happen every week for sure. So he can't count on that. So that's, like, I'd say maybe, like, 10 average. Like, Dallas's defense isn't that amazing, I wouldn't say. Like, there was, that was kind of like an one-off. So um, for him to have only beat me by 12 points with that huge of a defense – score mm-hmm. i think should be kind of worrisome for him interesting Although he does get montgomery back which will probably boot out gordon so he'll have a nicer flex spot there um although it's kind of tough to choose between gordon and renfro i don't know there's a couple things up in there for him all i'm saying is both of our qbs sucked i think um <laughs> AJ Green should not have done that poorly. I don't know why the hell that happened. His, I guess Arizona's QBs, one of them got injured and they pulled in like their third string one. It was just a shitty, shitty situation overall. So I picked the wrong waiver guy this week. Um, but without that, like if I had kept Renfro the previous week and played him, mm-hmm. um, like this would have been a completely different story. Interesting. So, um, right after this break, I want to dig into that Renfro situation a little bit more. You're saying that you had him and then you had to face him. That is an interesting storyline <laughs> that we will touch on in just a moment. All right. And welcome back from that break. Um, we had to talk to Flo about how he can't just badmouth the other team. He has to talk about his team when things go bad. He can't just keep talking <laughs> about the other guy and where he's going to go wrong eventually. But Sahil, you wanted to talk about the Renfro pick or Renfro situation. Yeah, so I, just, these... I just just wanted to ask Flo the the thought process on on what happened and if I was understanding that correctly, you had him, dropped him, and then he came back to beat you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it feels kind of bad. So what initially happened? Uh, I had I think last week or the week prior, Claypool was injured or on by or something and he was supposed to come back 
And I was expecting him to play. So then I dropped Renfro, but then he was out because of some injury. And then at that point, I couldn't pick up Renfro anymore. So then I did like a bunch of other transactions, but I still put in a thing for Renfro. And here's the kicker. I put in $1 for Renfro and AC put in $2 for Renfro. (laughs) So yeah, that is the story of how that went down. So I was not initially expecting to need to have Renfro on my roster for this matchup, but just because Claypool ended up not playing. So, and it really came to bite me in the ass. Good job, AC, though. That was a good, uh, a really good, like, Prediction of what other people would spend for him. <laughs> it honestly was a full out heavyweight matchup that didn't mm. change really until Sunday night when things kind of went different, right? It went changed up a little bit there, and we were following it all along. Sahil mentioned it in the group chat, which was pretty interesting, right? It really came down to it. Um, obviously, AC Steen's been talked about ad nauseum, right? He has a lot of RBs. He's doing really well. He's expected to win. Flo, we've never really even deep-dived with your team because you haven't been on the podcast yet. So it'd be (laughs) interesting to hear your perspective. When things are going well, they're going well. But where are the flaws on your team? Where would you like to improve? Take this opportunity to get some (laughs) trades coming your way, my friend, because do you see any holes or is your team just perfect in every way? (laughs) <laughs> I'd like to think my team would do really well in in the long run. There is a big concern for my flex spot um, because even if I get Hump back, which I hope I do, he'll probably put up some good points for me when he gets off of IR. I'm still stuck with Claypool not doing so hot um, in that flex position. And I've been like pulling off and on the waivers like pretty much every week to try and fill in that extra spot. And sometimes I get lucky with like Cobb. Other times it's not so good like this week. So that's got to be like the place that um, I guess I'm trying to figure out whether or not I want to trade one of my higher quality players um, for two in return so that I can fill in that extra slot or if I just want to play the waivers and take my chances with maybe Claypool when he comes back. Um, I don't have much time to decide, but there are like some trade ideas going on in the back um, already. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. But I'm pretty happy that um, Kelsey is starting to pick up his performance again. He had a dud game that was really crappy, but I still won that week. I don't know how. <laughs> um, and he had, it, it just seems like it's trending a little bit better. And now Mahomes is like having a really good game. Uh, looks like if they've had offense issues, maybe they're working on it in the background. So I'm, I'm excited to see what happens with, with that. Um, I feel like the team is pretty good still. There is just that one little area that I'm worried about. Nick Folk is like a cheat code this year. I don't know what's going on with him, but <laughs> I am I'm keeping him. <laughs> Who would have thought, eh? The New England yeah. kicker was gonna be yeah. the guy. <laughs> yeah, maybe he was the steal of the draft. Yeah. yeah. Did, you, did you even draft him? Or was he no, there? it was waivers later? <laughs> oh man. Big pickup of the year. Yeah. Jeez. Sahil, anything to add about Flo's team or Amarpal's team? You want to give Amarpal any props on this win? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. He he yeah. picked up 
Renfro played him, got value. There was a decision to be made there, right? He made the right decision by not playing OBJ. Um, also, you know, with Antonio Brown now being uh, anti-vax or whatever the hell, uh, as is the trend on, on AC's team, <laughs> he's going to need that wide receiver. Um, so... Yeah, man. I mean, I think we've uh, included AC in, in the power rankings and stuff. The, the the massive win for him, though. Like, if he had lost this week, he's 5-5 five and five with the rest of us, right? But now, this one game that he gained on, on the pack is huge. And he gained it against the champ, right? So, Flo could have been way ahead of the pack at nine wins. But now, AC, you know, we've been talking about two wins. It can go here or there. A, AC can aim for top of the table at this point still. So Flo's had an easy road up until this point. He has at least points against or something along the, uh, you know, that track. Um, AC comes in and puts up a solid total. Flo, you know, has, has good numbers too, but but can't beat that. And and if this ends up being something that keeps happening for Flo, where the numbers are are bigger on the other side, maybe, maybe AC sneaks to the top. Maybe, who knows? <laughs> Who knows? It's uh, I, it really is anyone's anyone's game right now. So Flo, what do you think about your one of the top three players potentially a rival for you? What do you think about his wide receiver situation now? Right, he's got Cup, who's guaranteed every time. Now he's got Renfro, but he's also got Beckham Jr. to think about. Do you even play Beckham Jr. because you got Higby, you got Cup. That's like a triple stack, and we all know how everyone except for me feels about the triple stack. <laughs> um, yeah, I feel like for him, he needs Antonio Brown to come back. I wouldn't really rely on Renfro that much. He's been doing – like Renfro has been having a couple good games after the bye – uh, but his floor is pretty low, and there are a lot of other good targets on that team, namely Waller. So AC's chances look a lot better once Brown comes back and like plays normally. Um, I think that COVID thing was actually not true. Seems like the lawyer oh. is saying that he's vaccinated, and I don't know someone's spraying lies. Oh. So maybe AC is not that bad of a manager for accepting <laughs> all these COVID people. <laughs> maybe he has some morals. Well, the commissioner's looking at fines from what I hear. I'm just <laughs> I'm just saying what I hear. I mean, one player, yeah, that's a fluke. Two players, eh, maybe, it's a, maybe it's a team culture thing. You never know. <laughs> um, well, I mean. I he's actually okay for the wide receivers once Antonio Brown comes back. I'd say Cup is just going to continue being on the tear. I'd actually, I actually feel like his tight end position is a little bit of a weaker area. Uh, Higby did end up getting a touchdown this it had to be when my QB was throwing to him when he got a touchdown but like if you look at the the past couple games like he's not been doing that well so it's gonna be and then now there's like OBJ in the mix and like it's like the receiving picture in LA is gonna be uh, on the Rams is just a little bit different now my guy is unaffected. My QB is unaffected. I have great players to throw to, but he's going to, I think he's going to have a little bit less uh, production of his players because of that. So we'll see. You will. <laughs> before 
we see any more matchups. We dealt with the heavyweights. These guys don't need to worry about their teams. So the rest of us, you know, need to do something. And we look to the waivers to do that. So let's look at what happened this week on waivers. And there was only one claim. Maybe that is why you guys are still top of the league. There's only one fab offer. And it was Deontay Foreman by none other than Taylor made you took the winning offer $5 bid for Deontay Foreman for Henny T's $2 bid got to respect Henny T jumping in on that again all these waivers he's always putting in a play um what do you what are you thinking here Flo what's what's the purpose of this what are you trying to do <laughs> this the is like you're trying to do <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny because you drafted the other two right yeah, fuck you, man. <laughs> uh so good um <laughs> So this is because I don't have a second good running back at the moment. Now that Chubb is going to be off COVID, I don't have Johnson anymore. And Hunt is still not back yet. So I'm looking for something to slot me in in the interim. And Freeman, I was going to keep, but then Latavius Murray is coming back. So I dropped him as well. Uh, so I liked, I was watching the Titans game. I liked the way that he was rushing. I, like, not going to lie, he looked pretty like, explosive and they were giving him a lot of touches uh he outtouched peterson as well so i'm hoping that they're gonna look to this guy as like their next you know every down at least like more so than the other two uh considering that he seems to have like more rushing production in general and then this will be like a long-term kind of he's obviously not going to get that many touches right away and he won't become like an rb one by any means but maybe down the road they can like develop their offense a little bit more and like incorporate this guy so that's why i picked him up it's more like a long-term sort of thing i don't expect that much out of him immediately what do you think about the move sahil you think it was a good pick i mean yeah anytime that you can pick up a running back that you know is going to get work it's it's worth having it's running backs break you you got to keep that depth. I, I like it. All right. And um, for some reason, November 17th. Okay, so Sahil, you picked up Cam Newton. Yeah, too. I was hoping you'd bring it up. I was hoping <laughs> so, you'd bring it up. I don't know why that wasn't popping up on my waiver feed, but I wanted to. Because there was to, no competition. Nobody no... else put in a bid. <laughs> so, uh, it, okay, so you pick up cam newton so both of you guys are on the pod it makes for nice nice little entertainment here <laughs> taylor made picks up robbie anderson you pick up cam newton so you guys clearly think there's going to be something here do you actually believe in cam newton or is it just the respect of your boy sahil it's a little bit of both um i i i part of it is for the hype like if cam has a good game it, actually there's some strategy involved as well i did not pick up cam for this week because I have Patrick Mahomes. But next week, Patrick Mahomes is on bye. And next week, Cam Newton um, plays uh, Miami. So mm -hmm. if this week Cam is the starter against Washington, has a good game, builds up the confidence in the playbook and everything, then I think he's just a great streaming option anyway for my bye week. And plus, it's Cam fucking Newton. Like, I, one of my favorite players. So... Um, it, it was, it was absolutely a strategic move, but that $8, a couple of those dollars were just like, okay, I, I like the guy. So I'm going to make sure I get him. <laughs> 
And then on the other side, you had Robbie and the Robbie Anderson pickup. So Sahil explained his point. Your yours is a little bit more simple there, Flo. Do you think Robbie Anderson's gonna get touches? This guy's been on basically after first week. He was just sitting on the waiver wire. No. Just no one gave a damn about this guy. Yeah. But now Cam <laughs> Newton's back. You think Cam Newton's passing game is that good that this is worth it? Or is this just the champs that or the top of the table? I'm not gonna say champs. But... I apologize for that. Sorry, Ricky. But uh, do you think this is just you saying, I'm sitting at the top of the table. I can risk losing a few games testing out if Robbie Anderson can do his thing. Yeah, that's that's mostly it. I, I like that the very, like one of the two plays that Cam Newton got subbed in on, w- one of them was a throw to Robbie Anderson. Like if that doesn't say something about their chemistry, mm-hmm. you know, like I, I'm, I'm hoping that something's going to be there. So that's why I picked him up. <laughs> we'll see. Excellent. I'm excited will, to see what happens. <laughs> we will indeed. So next, let's move on to the matchup. If, if I may, yeah. If I may, just give a shout out to Cinderella Story, who got Tyler Conklin, Minnesota's tight end, for free. That's a oh. that one of the better tight ends in the league in terms of consistency for points, especially over the last stretch. How there wasn't more competition for Tyler Conklin, I'm very surprised. Um, and then I see Dan Arnold, another tight end, because we've talked about head ends. He went for $9. No competition there either. Interesting. So maybe people are feeling comfortable with the tight ends they have when there isn't um, that much competition for them. Mm-hmm. Just, just just something I saw at the, at the end there. And then, yeah, we can move on. Yeah, that is kind of strange. I should have left that out to flow too. Do you see any, any other pickups, anything that has you worried, anything that has you interested in? Um. I don't even, I can't even like see all the transactions. Oh, because you just don't give a shit, right? That's what it is. <laughs> no, that's I what do. it fucking is. Well, fuck no, you, Flo. I do, all right. I, I made a pickup of <laughs> Brandon Ayuk, but Flo doesn't seem to care. I laid that up for you. You were supposed to say, oh, you know, he's trying to make his team better. Fuck you, Flo, man. <laughs> fuck this shit. All right, we're just going to move on. I see it now. I see it now. I didn't have a screen open. (laughs) (laughs) My bad. We're just going to move on to the matchups of next week. All right, Flo, I'm just kidding, man. Relax. I'm just trying to be on your good side, make you laugh. Maybe you'll keep me around as your gesture when you become champ, if you become (laughs) champ. But you're going to have to win week 11 first. So let's go to that. All right, let's start with Flo's game. Um, flow again trying to stop the downfall right now lost one all right playing against clock strikes midnight stop the bleeding stop the bleeding bleeding. (laughs) he's not used to this he's not used to this uh part of this game has already been played um flows expected to win and currently is up on projection with 17 points from his kicker no less um (laughs) Sahil, who do you think is going to take this win? I am going to give it to Flo. As much as I would love for Ricky to win and, and prevent Flo from running away in the standings, I'm giving this win to Flo. Yes, the kicker has 17 points. Easy to make that decision. But the reason I'm saying this is Robbie Anderson. I like the pickup. He's against Washington. Washington bleeds points to wide receivers. And hopefully Cam is tossing those touchdowns to him. <laughs> All right, Flo. Um, yeah, I'm going with myself, of course. I think, uh, the points look a little bit bad in favor, um, for Ricky, but he's not got a tight end and he didn't put in a tight end and he's got Chubb still on his bench. So 
those percentages are definitely going to change once he fixes that. Uh, but I still think I like my pickup of Robbie Anderson, and I'm also interested to see what Tua is going to do on Miami against the Jets. So, yeah, I'm hoping that my team will pull through again. Yeah, you know, it's been a bad week for Flo, but I think he'll turn it around. <laughs> you know, you feel bad for him, but I think he's going to turn it around. Thank I you. Thank don't you. want to bet against Ricky, but I think <laughs> it's going to be flow and it's it's a good matchup too the previous champ versus the top tier the table player this year too mm-hmm. um and uh let's not forget clock strikes midnight has a two win streak, a two game win streak so he's looking to continue that next we have uh stockholm syndrome myself versus my hawk hurts in marcus uh three and seven record for me i'm actually trying to stop the bleeding and falling to a <laughs> seven game losing streak and marcus is trying to get that one one win one loss thing stopped and trying to get back in the win column and stop me from catching up who do you guys think takes this one flow we'll start with you uh hmm this one's going to be a pretty close one, I think. Mm. It, I think it depends on whether or not Wilson can really improve from last week's. If he can get, if he can perform like he normally does, or even close to what he normally does, um, I like your chances because I don't like Gaskin. I actually dropped him earlier. <laughs> He's like so up and down, and Cooper's targets have gone much down uh, since Gallup came back. Yeah. I'm hoping that Wilson thought long and hard about what he did last week because I was not okay and he's going to do better this week. So I'm giving it to you, Manny. Don't yes. let me down. Yes. Please. <laughs> All right, Sahil, we'll move on to you. Who do you think going to take this one? I'm giving this dub to Manny for, I know we're only supposed to do one reason. I'm going to do two quick reasons. One is Jalen Hurts terrible matchup against the Saints. Uh, and I don't think Hertz has been great in, in getting the points, but I don't think his talent is at a high enough level that he can do well against the Saints. And I also think on the other end, I think the Chargers as a whole are going to have a bounce back game. Yes, Pittsburgh isn't the best matchup, but Sunday night game, prime time. I'm, I'm hopeful that Herbie is able to connect with Mike Williams and give you value there. Oh, me too. Me too, really. Uh, <laughs> I'm... Um... You know what? I got to give it to myself. I did lose last week, but you know, this time I got Gibson in. I took Flo's advice. As, you know, I, I I understood the assignment on that one. I'm honestly, I can't. I want Williams to do better, so I got to keep relying that Williams is going to get back to his game. I I don't think it was a fluke. I think he's going to get back to it, and I got to give myself the win on this one. Plus, I need it. Let's be honest, guys. I had to give myself the win on this one. Yeah, and I'm and I'm glad you did. Um, I am. I do want to ask you a quick question though. Uh, yeah. Adrian Peterson projected four points. <laughs> How you feeling about that? Or you you have thoughts on putting Gibson there, and then maybe uh, in your flex you put Ayuk, who's got a good matchup against Jacksonville. Is that a, yeah, is, that, I, is that a thought that goes across your head? It, it does. Um, Adrian Peterson against Houston in the rain. I really was relying on maybe his red zone touches, but I've been wrestling with that. I just picked up Ayuk yesterday, so uh, I kind of need to look into it a little bit. But um, I like his matchup, but is he going to even get that many touches and kiddo playing and things like that? So mm-hmm. there's a yeah, little bit did. more to that. 
he did only get four points last week, so you you make some fair assessments there. I'm I'm curious yeah, to but, see what your but your Peterson final lineup got two. Like. <laughs> Peterson <laughs> got two, so I mean, I mean I'll take. Even Pollard against KC, like I, I think your flex decision is going to be a tough one, and it could be the make or break in this matchup. Pollard played well for me last week. He's another one. Like I, I think the only reason I'm hanging on to Adrian Peterson is because I paid big bucks for him, right? So I think that's part of it too. Sun um, yeah. yeah, it is. But we'll see. There's time for that. Uh, so let's move on to your matchup. Uh, no punt intended. You're trying to stop Mikey's five game winning streak here, and um, you're. Playing, you're working at fifth in that five-five standoff with what is it? One, two, three, four, five team standoff. All five and five. You're trying to break free of that. Move into the six and four category. Who do you think between yourself and Mikey? Who do you think? Who do you think takes this? I easily me. Like there's there's absolutely no question. My team, <laughs> as long as they can stay healthy, they've become healthy. My sleepers have developed. Josh Jacobs is my flex now. Like, that's fucking wild. I was struggling, and he was my number one running back for a while, and it, things were not good. He's my flex player now. Like, I am I'm sitting pretty even, – even before New England's defense putting up 28 points, I was projected in the 120s. Like, um, yeah, the league should be wary of my team. I am here to make a run. Yeah, I think with your running backs, because of the depth and the mostly the depth, even the strength that AC has, yours got a little bit underlooked or overlooked since until last podcast, right? Now we're probably starting to talk about them a little bit more. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I actually do like your running back core. If you're willing to drop one, you know, just let me know. Um, <laughs> Flo, what about you? Who do you think takes this one? Mm, this is a close one too i think mark ingram's projection of nine is not correct for a matchup against philly like that uh especially if kamara is going to be out the whole thing yeah he's not going to play this week i don't think uh i'm saying he might actually play he's oh, really? looking like he will play yeah my wife is telling me that's who i'm getting advice on i'm fantasy football now boy. <laughs> well anyway whoever he puts in there is gonna put up more than nine points so <laughs> Um, I think he's got that going for him. Obviously, we can't ignore the 28 points that New England just dropped, but Mikey's defense is also going against the Jets, and everyone has just clobbered the Jets. And they're coming off back-to-back, like, double-digit performances, too. So I'm going to go with... (laughs) Fuck, this one's so hard. I'll give it to you, Sahil, because I don't want Mikey to win. (laughs) <laughs> no no but but gen- no no I, but, but genuinely who do you think is going to win mm, genuinely because i'm in your voice i'm hearing that you think mikey is gonna yeah, uh, I, is gonna i think mikey it. might pull this one off to oh, be honest yeah. and yeah. Uh, your reasoning isn't bad because i think that, that, that's a great the, catch there with the running back daryl williams nine points as well i don't think that really makes sense i guess against dallas He's been like involved in the receiving and the running. Like it's, I don't know what. He's definitely been involved much more than just nine points. I think those two positions, I think, are undervalued for sure. You got a lot of points from your defense, but I also think Miami is going to do more than six. Those are all fair assessments. That's great analysis. (laughs) Yeah, for me, I mean, 
you know, you're talking about players coming off good games. I'm looking at Patrick Mahomes coming off a 36 point game for our fantasy league. I think he's going to continue the run now. I think he's back. Uh, McCaffrey can't ignore that. Oh man. But Kamara is just a, that's a, like you said, Ingram's going to get a lot of points against Philly. If Kamara <laughs> plays, he's going to feast. So I think, man, this one's tough. I think it is going to be Mikey if Kamara plays um, because, oh yeah. Yeah. I just think it's going to be Mikey, but I think this is the only time one thing I want to point out, this is probably the only time Mikey's going to be really jealous of a team because you had a kicker be completely irrelevant. Mikey's probably drooling at that right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Young Koku of all people. If Atlanta's so bad, they couldn't even get him into, Oh no! He had one fifty-plus yard field goal. You didn't see the game, Sahil. Oh, he got was... his first. He got his first field goal, and yeah. some. But I think they had like um, improper formation or whatever, oh. and they called, and he got pulled back to a fifty-plus field goal, and he missed that. Oh, that's yeah. Like <laughs> I was like, "Ooh, he's gonna get fifty plus." I was gonna get more points. Yeah. Like, all his things, but no, got zero. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mikey would have been stoked at that for sure. <laughs> yeah. So next matchup is Cinderella Story versus Chief Queef. Um, Sook sitting in sixth place, five and five. Uh, Chief Queef looking to cause a bit more chaos, trying to become five and six, creating a mess in our mid table. Um, currently sitting in ninth place. Uh, Flo, who do you think takes this one? Um, why does he not have a kicker in? What the heck? Mikey's been talking to him. <laughs> That's the only reason. Mm. He has a kicker on his bench. I'm assuming so he's going to So many questions on Cam's side. Okay. I think Metcalf is due for like a bounce back from last week. Mm, Tom Brady as well. McLaurin as well. Yeah, this one's going to go to Sook. Sook? Once okay. Once he puts, puts a kicker in. Sahil? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Sook is looking like the overwhelming favorite right now, even though the projections aren't in his favor. His players have great matchups. However, I am going to give my prediction to Cam, and I think it, there's there's two reasons. I'm sorry, I'm not following the one reason rule <laughs> that I was trying to be more strict about myself but two reasons Joe Burrow had a bad game before the bye he has now had the bye and I completely expect him to tear apart Las Vegas like Las Vegas is in shambles right now and then CD Lamb against KC like Dallas KC that's going to be an absolute shootout and I see CD Lamb maybe even pulling out two touchdowns in that game and if, if Tom Brady is going to have a bounce-back game flow, some of those could be going to Godwin. It's a good point, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I I echo that sentiment. I think uh, Suck takes it. Um, much of the reasons that you guys described, um, mostly just Metcalf. I think Russell's going to have a better game. Um than he did before. I think, listen, first time being injured in the NFL, he's never missed an NFL game. Things happen right so i think he's going to be better right coming off that injury so next we have nwo third place versus henny t in eighth place um six and four record for nwo versus a five and five for henny t also looking to climb up that ladder um what do you think flo who's got this one 
Mm. It's going to be one of AC's weakest weeks because Cup is out. Um, does he get Antonio Brown back this week? I don't think so. He's out. Not He's likely if this whole COVID thing is going on. That's true, but say. like before it said like he's do not practice. He's like a long way to go or something. So I don't think he's getting him back this week. Um, and on, yeah, he does get Montgomery back, but like the whole Chicago offense is like, I don't know, it's really sus. I think it's actually going to go Tom this week just because of those reasons. Okay. Yeah. So hell. Hmm. I'm going to give this to AC that, I Tom's wide receiver core is just magnificent. It's I artwork. Uh, but the running backs on the other side, I think, are uh, safer, better floors, and that will carry AC through. I think I gotta say it's gonna be Tom. Indianapolis gives up the fifth most points to wide receivers, seventh most points to um, QBs, and Tom's got that double stack. What's the point of that if you're not going to take advantage of it on weeks like this? Um, I know they're projecting rain, but it's fucking Josh Allen. If he can't throw it, he'll just run the damn ball. Um, <laughs> so I, so I gotta, I gotta give it to Tom on this one. Um, but keep in mind, AC's getting uh, Montgomery back too. That's going to be interesting. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, or he came back last game, but he's going to have him after a bye. All right. So, um, and next we'll move to Ricky. Clock strikes midnight on a two-game win streak versus – oh, no, we already talked about that one. Um, so, we'll move over to the final matchup of the week. Suck my ass. Joey, who, according to Sahel, doesn't know how to play fantasy football. Let's not forget that. I know it was the beginning of the podcast. Versus <laughs> Professor Chaos, 11th place. Arjun trying to – trying to string some wins together, make it a two game win streak for Arjun. If he pulls this one off. Um, so uh, we'll start with you, Sahil. Who do you think is going to win? If we even have to ask. Ooh. No, you do have to ask. <laughs> you know, either of these teams have the potential to just, you know, put up a 50 bomb. So, you know, it, it's, uh, it's, it's hard to predict who's going to, you know, keep it together and, and straggle across the, the finish line. Joey currently has an IR player in his running back position. I don't know the, the recent reports. I mean, yes, Sanders is designated turn from IR, but they have 21 days to make that happen. Oh, if they plan to play him on Sunday, he must be activated by 4 p.m. on Saturday. He will likely remain on injury reserve through Friday. So we, oh my God, this is going to be a last minute decision. That means he's not in good health. I give this to Arjun. Um, mm-hmm. And in part, hoping that DJ Moore, just like Robbie Anderson, has a great game against Washington, courtesy of Cam Newton. All right. Joe, Joe, and Joe Mixon is back. So you think it's going to be Arjun? I'm giving my vote to Arjun. Yeah. Okay. So, Flo, we'll pass it on to you. Yeah, I'm going to go with Arjun, too, on this one. I think um, Barkley does come back, but he's against Tampa Bay. I think Tampa Bay is pretty good against the run. And uh, we haven't seen him back yet, so we don't know how well he's going to do. And then Sanders got this whole IRA thing going. Mixon's back. DJ Moore might have a pretty good game. I hope worse than Robbie Anderson, but <laughs> he is in a good spot with those guys. 
Yeah, I'm going to give it to Arjun. I, on this one, I think I'm also going to give it to Arjun. I think same reason as uh, Hilt and just to talk about the amount of decisions he's going to make if they play. And Barkley, last time he came back, they eased him in. So I think that 13 points is much overvalued on that one. Um, so I think it's going to be Arjun as well. So that does it for the matchups this week. Um, I mentioned the win streaks. Uh, flow. we have very little time, but do you have a top three you want to give us? This week, we'll just go with your top three since we're tight on time. Uh, any power rankings you want to give? Yeah. Uh, top place, obviously, myself. Then closely followed by Mikey's team. And after that, I think... I think I'm going to give it to Sawhill's team. Ooh, I like it. I like it. I've convinced you. As long as Chase Edmonds doesn't come back. If Chase Edmonds comes back, you're screwed. <laughs> <laughs> so Sawhill getting a vote of confidence from the league leader right now. We'll see how that plays out in the coming weeks. Uh, don't forget, trade deadline is coming up on the 20th. So honestly, all these matchups might even change because I have a feeling there's a lot of trade chatter going on right now. Um, so we'll see what next week brings. You guys have any last words? I do not, but it was a pleasure to be back and uh, can't wait to see what happens with this trade deadline. Yeah, I'm interested to see that too. Flo? Mm -hmm. Yeah, thanks, thanks for having for me, guys. It was a lot of fun. Awesome. Thanks for coming on, Flo. We'll probably get you back later. So, um, yeah, we'll see you guys next week after all the trade fun has passed and the next week's matches are over.